You uh, drink your coffee straight black? Every freaking time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I went and got you the only you can prevent wildfires. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. you've seen my uh, cabinet. It's full of unique coffee mugs. So I, yeah, I'm I know. You came this. over here this time. I had to find you a good coffee mug. Yep, the house uh, closes tomorrow. Today is Wednesday the 13th. On Thursday at noon, I will no longer be homeless. You're going to be homeless? I will be homeless. I'll be bumming <laughs> with the sister and the brother-in-law. So. The uh, podcast studio is makeshift at the moment yep that's right kitchen table, kitchen table at emily's house yeah but it's i think it's gonna i think it's gonna work i think it's gonna work i mean you got a free meal and came over here yeah, and i'm down i mean it's not that bad yeah but you ready, uh you ready to get it going yeah let's get it started let's do it five four three two one zero all engine running we have a liftoff yeah! This is the Foul Mouth Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Foul Mouth Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Morton, sitting here with my co-host, Denver Hall. Hello. Uh, we're happy to be bringing you all season two of the podcast. It's be season two, episode two. We're going to do a little bit of a roundtable with a few different guys that have all been turkey hunting and uh, kind of see uh, you know what it's like to be an actual turkey hunter because yeah, we, we haven't killed anything <laughs> or gone. <laughs> That's right. This year, yeah, we've been uh, struggling a little bit, but uh, we do have three turkey killers on the lineup. Uh, coming from all over the place, really. Uh, we're going to start out with Ethan Howard, an old buddy of ours we went to high school with. <clears throat> he um, lives in Alabama. We got Alden Stroud come on here, a guy we met duck hunting earlier this year. Uh, earlier, Yeah, I guess this year, last season. And then we got our buddy Cliff Timmons from South Carolina. He's got some awesome, cool stuff to He's talk about. He's got turkey story for the ages. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, But we're super pumped. Um, I don't know if any of them have ever even done a podcast before, so... I hope they... Uh, this will be interesting. <laughs> I had a couple guys that, that are definitely turkey killers that were a little nervous. They didn't want to get up on the mic just yet, but... These guys are all straight turkey killers, though, right? Pretty much. I and mean, we, we're going to learn something. I, I asked on Instagram, like, hey, what are some good turkey topics? Because I want to ask these guys, because I want to learn something. Like, they're killing turkeys. They're out going to multiple states, public land, private land. I mean... I, mean, I got something to learn from them. I, I did... I, I haven't bought my license yet, so that's probably the reason why I haven't gone. <laughs> and, uh, I well, Shelby County, like you, we said, just opens up this weekend. Yeah. Well, I looked at buying the license, and Tennessee has changed it now where you can't buy just your turkey license as a resident. You basically have to buy the whole sportsman's license, which will cover everything for you, which is nice. But, like, I was getting on there because I was like, okay, well, maybe I can just spend, like, 40 bucks mm-hmm. and buy the license. Well, the whole sportsman's license is $176. And, which is fine. I've bought it every year since I was like 14 years old, I guess. Yeah. And But I'm, I'm tired of buying it. And just, you know, I, I used it once last year for turkey season. I don't think I hunted in Tennessee. We yeah. may have duck hunted Tennessee, quote, one time. By just I standing mean, on that bank. Well, we did go fishing last year. True. So that worked. But still, like, I'm right there with you. I didn't deer hunt last year. Didn't turkey hunt yeah. last year. I mean, not, so like, not really worth it. Yeah, I agree. In the long run, because well, we're gonna we're going to we're gonna buy so many other states: Mississippi, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Kansas, Kansas. Like I'm, I'm tired of buying list. licenses. Yeah, we don't need to buy one. <laughs> like I'm about to start. Uh, Can we buy a premium license membership? It's going to cover you for like you know five states or something. Well, like it's that. the biggest regret that you have for your dad 
basically for you is that you 100%. never got a lifetime license as a kid because yep. as a child in tennessee it's like what yeah we just bought it for sudden or my parents gave it to them they were making up for not buying it for me and i think it was 250 bucks or something exactly. like that lifetime. So that's less that's one and a half licenses yep. right at two years old but that's one and a half sportsman's licenses so since i was like 14 you know I, i've bought well over a dozen of them Right, so I've spent how many thousands of dollars on that? Now, grand, the money goes to conservation, so that's cool. But I'd rather <coughs> donate my money to conservation <laughs> on my own time. Well, here's the problem: is that we buy so many other states. Even if I had one for Tennessee right now, I would still be buying Oklahoma, Arkansas, Mississippi. Do you think there's any game wardens that listen? Uh, I doubt it. Well, um, I don't think anybody listens. I want to propose my scenario. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, we have yeah. zero <laughs> listeners. Um, my scenario is, and I asked the Tennessee game warden about this, but he didn't really give me an answer mm-hmm. so my question is if you were born in arkansas or lived in arkansas long enough to buy a lifetime license and then you moved back your to question tennessee would be for any state not you just yes your this is any is state yeah. but it <coughs> matters most for arkansas because of the public that's, land that's where you want to do it yeah yes so you know it, for guys that don't know that don't hunt in arkansas um the the public land rules in arkansas are basically there's 30 days where the non-residents are allowed to hunt the wmas so but the residents can obviously hunt the, any of the 60 days yeah. in arkansas so my question is, if you had a lifetime license in Arkansas, do you technically or technically qualify as a resident? You struggling so, with your words today? Yes, I am. <laughs> and a little bit of tongue twisters. But do you qualify as a resident then? And could you hunt all 60 days, even if you no longer live in the state, but you have a lifetime resident license? Let's say this. Nobody's given us an answer yet. So I think we've, yeah, we've I, asked, I've asked one Tennessee game warden because <laughs> I saw one at Academy. And he, well, he know, was like, well, like, you gotta, we're going to have to ask an Arkansas guy this one. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's what, where it's really going to matter. Well, so. yeah. What's really going to matter is when the game warden sit at the boat ramp. <laughs> and you're rolling up and they've already you flagged, got Tennessee tags. Yeah, they've already flagged your truck because yep. you have Tennessee tags. So, well, uh, I mean, well, the good thing is you don't have to find out because you're not an artist. It's resident. never going to happen. I just <laughs> want to know. It's never going to happen. All right, let's give Ethan a, let's give Ethan a call. Let's go on, man. Are you going to cut out all this? Do what? We're going to cut no, out all this. This is it. This, this is, is live. Coming at you live. Hey, what's up, Ethan? What's up, buddy? How's it going, Jake? I'm oh, pretty good. Hanging in there. You're live, by the way, Ethan, so keep it, um, I guess we're PG here. You know, we're, we're like just, PG-ish. Yeah, PG, we, can, <laughs> we can beep stuff out. <laughs> yeah. But, nah, I'll keep, it, I'll, I'll keep it PG. You're good, dude. How, how you been? I'm good, man. I can't complain. Well, uh, how about you all? Man, we're good. I, I thought about you last week when we were doing the podcast. We brought up the best states to kill a turkey in. And um, Alabama came in with the best numbers from last year, which was news to all of us. We didn't really know. So it looks like you kind of got an advantage down there where you're at. Man, you know, that's what people said. But I, <laughs> they're, they're tough down here in Alabama, especially on public land. Yeah. Where, um, you don't mind sharing what, I know you hunt a little bit of private and public. You do the, like, what kind of places are you going? Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, I turkey hunt um, in the Talladega National Forest. Um, I've got a couple of different spots there. The forest is pretty big and, and spans pretty, you know, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty large. It, yeah. it covers up a, a big portion of the state. But I target uh, pretty much close to the town of Talladega, um, 
and then an area that's south of Oxford, Alabama. Um, but it's, you know, it, it can be as mountainous of a terrain as you want. Um, or, you know, I mean, really all of it's pretty hilly. Really? But yeah. That, I, yeah. I mean, the spots I, I go to or, you know, you, you, by the time I get done in the day, I check my health app and I've done, I've done like, you know, any, anywhere from 40 to 60 flights of stairs. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were gonna say forty to sixty miles. <laughs> it's like, dang. No, yeah, yeah. That, that's that a lot more walking fun. than we have to do uh, uh, riding the four wheeler out to the pit out there in Arkansas, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, you definitely, you definitely earn it, man. You know, I, I say that that's my. This is my uh, my workout for the spring. Yeah. Um, when did y'all season open? It came in. So the Alabama changed their regs this year. Um, it came in March 25th, but the first week of the season was for private landowners only. Um, and then uh, the second, I guess, the second week of the season is when it came in for public. Um, and another change they did, so the National Forest, historically, you could hunt from uh, sunup till sundown. But this year, they, they kind of made the National Forest follow the same uh regs as wma so you've got to be out of the woods by 1 p.m yeah i remember you telling me that how much does that mess you all up on going after those midday birds uh you know I, to be quite honest we, we'll talk about it here in a little bit just kind of what i've seen this season but um it i mean it, historically i've been in the ball you know i've been in the game anywhere from really 12 to three o'clock so you know i've still got some of that time to work with mm -hmm. but you know that's two hours of you know where you can strike a bird that's you know if you're striking a bird if that in, in the afternoon like that uh they're, they're they're coming in you know oh yeah for sure they're out there lonely looking looking for something <laughs> mm -hmm. now that's pretty good have you had uh, some decent success this year so far How, how's it looked for you man this year's uh i can't believe we're we're kind of halfway or over halfway through uh i went out Honestly, I did a lot of preseason scouting, and I heard a bunch of birds uh, gobble on the limb. And uh, I didn't actually hear a turkey gobble in season until this past Sunday. Jeez. I heard three different birds, so what I, is I, I was—I felt like I was in the game. What's the season dates down there? Uh, comes in March 25th, and then because they pushed it back a week, they're extending it a week, so the season will go out uh, May 8th. Okay. Yeah, that, that's um, – <clears throat> are you going back out this weekend? Yeah, you know, it, it's uh, – well, we got Easter uh, on Sunday, so I won't be out there on Sunday. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, I'll be out there. It, it's it's calling for rain. It, honestly, the weather looks terrible. But uh, like I told uh, a guy I work with, I've got frog togs, and I'll, I'll be uh, – I'll be out there. You kind of like what we do, Denver, with Duck yep. Hunt, man. You, you wake up at 3 a.m. and you, you look at the radar and you say, ah, oh, this will work. Yeah. And you get out there just because you got to get out there. Well, man. yeah. You're not going to kill them on the bed. You know, no, that's sleep. right. The the season's so short. You just, you got to go when you can. And especially, you know, I know you're a hard worker. You're working all the time. You, you only have a few days a week that you really even have scheduled with the ability to go. So. If the weather doesn't line up perfect, you just got to deal with it. How, um, Ethan, I don't know how much you scout and stuff, but I, obviously you work full time. Like we talk to a lot of guys and it seems like their whole job is just turkey hunting, hunting and <laughs> hunting in general. So how do you balance scouting with your full time job? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, during the season, uh, granted I've hunted the same area, the national forest now, what, this is my third year. Um, so I kind of know the spots, but. But I went out. The season came in on the 25th. 
Um, so the two weeks, basically every weekend in March, I was going down to the National Forest and listening to different spots, uh, you know, marking, marking roads where I saw turkey tracks. Um, but I, I mean, after, and I'm, you know, kind of scouting in season two, whenever, I mean, I do a whole lot of walking mm-hmm. and walking ridges and stuff. So I'm checking for fresh scratch and, uh, looking for fresh tracks, um, you know, stuff, stuff like that. But I mean, that's really the extent of my scouting. Now it's whenever I go out there to actually try to kill one. Yeah. When you're out there, you always scout when you're out looking, man, that gets me excited. Cause you know, you've always been private land guy but you're out there doing the public land you know hard duties like we like to do around here so like uh, i know it's a struggle yeah. how how competitive is it i mean i don't i have all my turkey hunting my whole life i really haven't done much the last few years as i did growing up was always on private land how competitive is public land turkey hunting where you're at man I, you know just so for everyone listening i'll say it's pretty competitive but this season um uh, like I said, the regulations changed a decent amount. I, I'm one of those guys that if I'm going to wake up to get out to my spot, I'm going to be the first one there. So mm-hmm. um, I, t- I, I tend to be the, I, the, the gate I want to park at. I'm usually there. Really? But I mean, really, uh, I haven't seen a lot of competition, like as far as getting to gates or seeing folks at gates whenever I get in, just cause I get in early. But yeah. even, even after I'm driving around, after I get out at like 11 to go maybe change up spots, I'll see I'll see a few cars running the roads, but not near as many as you think. Um, and you know, I think that's there's probably several reasons why that is. But um, but yeah, honestly, it's it's not too too bad in the area that I hunt in. I mean, I, I've always been able to go to the spot I want to, and um, yeah, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, no, you can't beat that because <clears throat> I know we've been talking around here that they've uh, or what we were looking at was like the numbers of birds that are killed compared to the populations in states. I mean, uh-huh. it's really confusing to us how they even get a population estimate because it's not like duck flyovers where they're checking it with airplanes and stuff like they are in Arkansas. It's just these crazy estimations. But seeing in some yeah. states, they're really killing a high percentage of the amount of estimated population in a year, which I, I know turkey hunting is getting so much popular. So it's it's definitely curious on how that's going to turn out over the years. I uh, had some guys. Well, you know what's, go ahead. Oh, you know what's interesting? I don't know if you're going to lead into this. But I follow Dave Owens uh, mm-hmm. from the Hody Project. And so I saw a statistic before the season started that he shared on Instagram. So, you know, they're, they're putting all these regulations on the on the public land hunters. Like, you yeah. know, you got to be out by 1 p.m. You can't use a decoy for the first 10 days of the season. Uh, you know, they're kicking it, you, uh, pushing the season back a week later. But the harvest records in Alabama, and I don't know the, I don't know the exact percentage, but of all the turkeys harvested in Alabama, something like 94 to 96% of them are killed on private land. Really? So it's just kind of frustrating because it's like they're regulating. Yeah, they're um, hammering the numbers on y'all. On public land. Yeah. But then, you know, you look at it and, and like 96% of total turkeys killed in the state are not on private land. So, yeah, that's, you know, Missouri, all these places, they do, they have kind of regulations across the board. And I think Alabama needs to kind of get there. Yeah, that's a really interesting thought. I hadn't even... Even thinking about that, about duck hunting, I haven't even thought about, like, breaking down the numbers from how many are killed on public land versus private land, because it's completely different. You know, it's a total different, it's a different hunt altogether. Well, we I mean, get regulated duck hunting, not yeah, because the, of the ducks, <clears throat> but because of the people. Right, the amount of people and stuff. Yeah, so that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I was also seeing, um, I was talking to a guy earlier today on the phone, and he was talking about, I think it was the hunting public, uh, was getting paid or something like that to bring in i don't want to say it wrong but he was talking about how uh, so much uh popularity has been brought upon turkey hunting in tennessee 
that the numbers keep going up, but like the uh, the I guess the amount of life in-state license being sold is kind of staying the same and or dropping. And which they're thinking that like a lot of the kills coming here in Tennessee are from out-of-state guys, which I believe that because I know a ton of dudes who are coming to Tennessee to turkey hunt that don't live here, which we're kind of getting the same vibe, I guess, that the Arkansas guys get being frustrated with all these out-of-staters coming and killing their ducks, supposedly, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I met some guys uh, last week when I was turkey hunting that, what, three, what, it was like eight of them. They came down from Oklahoma to kill their eastern in the Talladega National Forest. Really? I, yeah. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. But the, the National Forest is so big, and it's pretty pretty tough to kill them. I respect anyone that can get get it done. But, yeah, turkey turkey numbers are going up. And, um, yeah, I, I, f- I feel like since I started three years ago, it's definitely, I don't know, maybe I'm just thinking about it too much. But I think, it's, <laughs> I think the birds are definitely kind of getting, I don't know, a little bit fewer and far between. So, yeah. So is the population down there mostly Easterns or is it a mix? Uh, yeah, it's all Easterns. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, I had two guys write in um, and wanted me to ask everybody your go-to call. Is it a slate, um, <clears throat> glass, box, mouth call? What What's your go-to yeah, and why? Uh, Woodhaven, Cherry Crystal, uh, <laughs> mainly – well, they're they're local. They're from Heflin, Alabama, which is basically surrounded by the National Forest. Yeah, and uh, I'm a I'm a big hunting public guy. Love THP, and they always ran the, or run the Cherry Crystal Slate Call, um, and it sounds good. So I was like, man, I want that. Um, but I, I use a few diaphragm calls. They're all Woodhaven. Yeah, um, I'm by no means a good uh, you know mouth caller, but I know enough to be dangerous if I need to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd prefer to run that run that crystal call. Okay, good deal. And you, if you take in one call in the woods, you can only take one call with you. Is it going to be that call? Yeah, I'd probably say that that's that's the call I definitely feel most comfortable with. So I guess I would just take that. Yeah, well, that's good. I know it. it uh, we're the same way. I mean, I don't really have a huge preference for my turkey calls, but same way I got I carry three or four but if I had to get rid of all of them I'm pretty sure I could <laughs> it'd be an easy choice on which call to go with because it's just about your comfort level you know what you're gonna mm-hmm. when the moment's uh right you don't want to use something that's gonna you're gonna squeal on real quick or something yeah man less is more in the turkey woods yeah do you are you running um what, what's your decoy setup usually man uh you know what I'm doing right now, well, I only have two decoys, but they're the Montana decoys. So for public land, they, they basically they're they're uh, what they they're collapsible, and then they have these little straps. Yep. And they fold up, and they're really compact, and they fit in the back of your turkey vest. Um, and so whenever I do run decoys, I, it's it's just a Jake and a hen, um, super lightweight. You know, you can you you don't even know they're in the back of your turkey vest. Well, that's important. I know when you're putting in all those miles, you gotta. <laughs> The, the uh, less weight, the better. Mm-hmm. But, well, hey, Ethan, well, we appreciate you coming on, chatting with us for a little bit. Yeah, when bit. are you coming down? Man, I want to come down soon. I, I'm closing my house tomorrow, so I should be freed up. You said till the, like, second week of May or something like that? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I know. Uh, I would say you should come out last weekend, but Sunday is Mother's Day. Yeah. And I know. I know you. you got well, yeah. The, gotta, the first, you got, yeah, you first gotta, Mother's you Day. Some yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I'm sure she'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> if it was duck season, I'd definitely push it. But uh, no, I'd, I'd like to go. I was planning on getting a new camera, but I'd like to come down there. But uh, if I don't, good luck to you for the rest of the season. We'll definitely get a couple more duck hunts to go this year. 
And, you're uh, gonna have to come hunt publicly with I know, us this you're year. Have to go. You gotta, you gotta risk getting the tire slash. I know we wanted, you know, we want to say, uh, Ethan, like we said all along, I want to take you out public duck in Arkansas, so you can tell the world the comparison. Growing up private, switching to public, what do you think about it? Yeah, man, I'll be, I'll be curious. <laughs> uh, is, is your boat, is your boat running? Well, dude, That's you, a- uh, yeah, we're trying to get Mighty White to fix it up. It should be ready to go here in like six months. So, <laughs> no, it'll be ready here pretty soon, hopefully. So, all right, real time, man. Well, yeah, I'll get up there this summer. We'll do some frog gigging after you get it back. That sounds good, man. Appreciate it. We'll see you later. All right, talk to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> good oh, checking man. in with Ali. Uh, Ethan and us went to. We actually went to grade school together forever ago. Did y'all really? Mm-hmm. And then switched over to... Ethan played football. So Ethan is the same age as Zach, yeah, which is my older brother. brother. Yep. Yes. And uh, it's very interesting. Alden didn't text me back. I wonder if he was available. We we span quite a few ages. Mm-hmm. Let's give uh, Alden a shout, see if he answers. Go Alden. So the story behind us, me and Alden is um we just rolled up on him in a cut in matthew uh, hughes one yep. day and they'd been sleeping in the boat was he and, there in the boat already was he yeah him and matthew yeah. were and um and we straight to cliff we just, just, made yeah we just uh ended up all all becoming pretty good friends we hung together yeah the whole weekend do, all right we're do, skipping do, on do, do. and deleted <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna all call right, back and left talking yeah. Let's give Cliff a shout. Cliff, uh, also another guy that we met duck hunting. Yep. But we've actually, like, we hang, hang out with Cliff. Yeah, we, he's good to, he's become a good friend of ours. Uh, South Greenville, I always say North Carolina, but South Carolina. It's South Carolina. Yep. Cliff, what's going on? Hey. What's up, man? How's it going? Man, pretty good. What's we're, up, uh, buddy? We were just good talking deal. about you, dude. We, uh, we were kind of going over the guys that we were having on and uh everybody we really met duck hunting for the most part and really yeah i i, I joked about the day that me i literally we just ran into each other on a random boat ramp <laughs> in the middle of nowhere on the mississippi river <laughs> i know classic man that's, that's the best way to meet people well, make you, friends, really. you know you know that your friends priorities and you know like exactly. you know they're serious <laughs> Because yeah, you were there with some right. some other dude who was like, I don't know where the heck he was from. I don't think he was even from South Carolina. Huh. I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah. But we always joke that uh, we don't have enough friends that are like hardcore duck hunters. And we're like, we just need to meet people at the yeah. boat ramp. Yeah, we say we need more friends like Cliff who are just ready to just pack up and travel the country to go yeah. shoot something. <laughs> exactly. But, ready on a whim. Yeah, that's right. Well, hey, Cliff, you, you can't hear it, but we have a... Uh, an applause going on right now on, on the live air because tell us what you just got taken care of in uh, Kentucky. Go ahead and tell everybody about it. We've been excited. Yeah, man, that was a uh, pretty pretty epic. Uh, got got a white bird up in K- Kentucky. Super and, cool. Uh, yep, it was uh, completely unexpected. I uh, got a draw hunt on the land between the lakes and. Uh, it was a two-day hunt. They issued about 250 permits, and it took me a couple preference points to draw it, and it was my first time ever even going out there. The reason I even went there in the first place is I did a guided trip in western Kentucky, and driving through that area, saw saw some strutters on the side of the road, and I was like, dang, this place looks pretty sweet. And Just looked it up on Onyx. Had to come back, huh? 
Exactly. It saw so much public land around there, and I was like, well, you know, it's definitely worth worth trying. So did you go in there with the intent to shoot a white turkey? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I always joke. It. <laughs> yeah, I always joke with my, my other turkey hunting buddies. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go kill a white turkey, you know. <laughs> Or well, like something crazy. Well, that we is always, your, that is your go-to. You're always like, well, uh, you know, all it takes is one banded drake tomorrow, and you'll be happy camper, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's funny though, because on the way up there, I was joking, it's like I'm gonna shoot a hammer and just and drop it off at the taxidermist on the way home. <laughs> and uh, and then you sure did, enough, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet that bird did go to the taxidermist. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, he, he was there within like two hours of me shooting it. <laughs> hey, had the taxidermist seen one before? Yeah, he's been doing taxidermy for like 30 years, and he's only seen a handful really? of them that were, that were like the one that I brought in. He said they'll get a lot of, uh, or he says a lot of people will bring him like domestic birds, like birds that have been getting in with somebody's uh, pen raised birds, yeah. you know, and crossbreeding. But he said you can tell when one's really wild because they have, you know, they're a little bit smaller, they're like a normal size, like some of the the farm ones are like you know closer to 30 pounds sure. and uh but they could really he could really tell like you know perfect legs everything else was normal about it like they had a normal head a normal beard about a 10 inch beard and then uh you know just under an inch of spur and, but the spurs and the toenails were a little white which was pretty cool yeah, that's that's uh, awesome yeah congrats on that i know that's a huge accomplishment after you told me how like rare there i mean i knew the rare because i mean i've never seen one and just you don't ever see guys posting about them i looked it up it was like one in a hundred thousand or something and is a true yeah, albino it, yeah and like yeah to even see one yeah yeah and so like crazy. it was you know you you compare that to like the amount of the estimated population in some of these states that means there could be like in a couple of states there could just be two or three <laughs> you I mean, know albino yeah. turkeys but in that like, whole state. the real question is how many people are shooting them yeah like so like how many actually like there might be five in a state mm -hmm. but like five aren't gonna get killed that year right. you know like the coyote's gonna maybe like zero might get killed that year exactly yeah it's crazy like yeah you think about kentucky like their population of birds is like four hundred thousand yeah. birds so that That's means like there's like three or four, <laughs> three or four yeah. white birds in the whole state, and you wouldn't killed one. In the whole so. <laughs> state, and, I found, and somehow I found one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. So I mean, tell me, tell us about the hunt. I mean, it was did it work out perfect? Yeah. I mean, let us hear it. It was, yeah, it was pretty epic. Like you know, Saturday was a tough day. We got I got in late like, the night before Friday. I got about twelve o'clock, so I only got a little bit of sleep. Uh, drove like we had a lot of traffic coming up, and it was actually a blizzard in like East Tennessee that we drove through, which really? is kind of crazy. Yeah, so I got up there, uh, went, got in to a spot I was gonna. I picked on Onyx. I was I did a bunch of e scouting to kind of figure out orient uh, to orient myself in the area. So I kind of had a couple spots picked out and go to the first spot. There was a guy camped in his truck and. Uh, you know, I, I turned around and went to plan B. And then by that, by, by the time I got up there, there was another truck. And then by plan C, <laughs> there was another truck there. So I ended up not even really getting to a spot. I just kind of pulled off the side of the road and listened. And I ended up hearing several birds, but I couldn't really get in there on them just because there was other people kind of claiming that spot. Yeah. So I ended up just driving to a completely different area. And I, found, I finally found a spot that nobody had been... I had pulled in, so I walked down there a couple hundred yards from the truck, and um, 
I see all this scratching and strut marks. So I'm, you know, looking pretty promising. Beautiful hardwoods, and the road just leads down to a, a beautiful hardwood bottom. Um, were you by yourself, I, or are you with the buddy? I was just, yeah, I was by myself. So I get get about halfway down. Once I see, I see all that sign, I start calling, and uh, right away I hear some yelps. So I sit down, and they're close. And it turns out I nine jakes uh they all they, they filed out one by one and they got to 10 steps and they were trying to figure out what i was yeah but it was pretty exciting to see that many birds they uh they eventually just kind of moseyed off and uh i kind of moved down and i heard a bird end up hearing a gobbler and you know get, i was fired up you know that i actually finally found one and uh I, I go around the corner and there's a truck there so you know and he was listening to the bird as well, so there was really nothing, nothing I could do. And the, and the bird kind of shut up too. And it was um, that was pretty much it for the whole day. I rode around and scouted a bunch and found some other areas that looked interesting, but never heard another gobble that day. So Sunday, the day that I got the bird, was day two of the hunt, and uh, the last day of the hunt, um, I get up and I'm you know kind of debating on whether or not I'm going to go back to the Jake's spot or try a different spot. But uh, ended up just, you know, since I saw that sign, went back to, you know, where the Jakes were. And I got there super early, so that way, you know, nobody would be there. Um, got there at, like, 4 and just slept in the truck till um, you know, goblin time. So, <clears throat> so whenever, the, when you saw that yeah. white turkey walk out, what, uh, <laughs> what was going through your mind when you saw that thing? Dude, I was losing it. I... Literally, I had no clue. Like I probably surprised you at first. You're like, "Wait, what the freaking heck?" I bet you made sure you (laughs) had a second shell on that gun too. Man, it was kind of an optical illusion. Uh, I thought they when I first saw them, I thought they were going away from me, so I called at them really quick. But they were actually, and I think in reality, they were coming towards me. But I like I saw the black one, and I I see the beard. I'm like, "This, you know, this might happen right now," and. I guess I didn't really see the white one or I did, but like it just kind of, it was playing tricks with my mind. And, uh, so was it, did it, was it's beard white too? No, the beard was black. Beard was black. It, it, yeah, it was a ghost, man. And that's the thing about that area is people claim to see Bigfoots and all kind of crazy <laughs> ghosts and phantoms and stuff. So that was one thing on the, on the checks. The, when I talked to the forestry um, at the game check, they're like, "Did you?" One of the question questions in the questionnaire was, "Did you see anything abnormal?" <laughs> did you see the So he yeah. did he come out with a couple other toms? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he came out with another just normal phase gobbler, and the the normal phase gobbler was in the front. I was gonna shoot him, and then once I realized the what what was behind him, I was like, "Wow, okay." This, <laughs> You know, that would have been I'm the most disappointing turkey kill of <laughs> yeah. your whole yeah. life if you <laughs> shot that other one. I have, to, I have to leave the albino one to run off, yeah. So I know. How far, how close do they get to you? They got about 30 yards, and so the white one got in front of the black one, and he kind of, he pegged, he saw me uh, once they got to about 30 yards. They, When I called at him before, uh, when I, you know, when I thought they were going away from me, they poked their head up and they saw the decoy, which I was thankful to have. And, uh, 
then they kept they closed the distance to about 30 yards the white one got in front and, that, and he kind of he went out into this little opening and saw me and i didn't have my gun up so i had to swing on him dang um yeah so i pulled up on him and missed and he flew <laughs> no off. way yeah, I shot him out of the air. Dude, that's right. like a freaking duck. <laughs> hey, yeah, that clutch shot though. I bet that made that made that's really even better than hitting him on the first shot because like oh, you yeah, thought you blew sure. it, dude. Are you still using yeah. the Franke? <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, the Franke. Yeah, dude, that is incredible. Missed him on it the first good. shot. Shot him on the second shot. That's that's amazing. Yeah. That's like that it dude was- at the Masters. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Cliff, you love golf. Yeah. Did you watch the Masters the other day and watch that guy four putt on 18 to win the Masters? <laughs> I didn't see it. Dude. Oh yeah, he was like shocked. Yeah, he still won. Yeah, dude, uh, that's dude. awesome. Unbelievable! Did you just run out yeah. there on cloud nine? Oh yeah, I was. I couldn't believe it. And uh, I once I got up to the bird, especially once I saw it, I was. I did. It was like a dream. You know, it still is. Like I didn't. It's hard like registering that it even happened. Yeah, that's great. That's crazy. You're way yeah. better sportsman than me, but I would have definitely held that thing out the window and driven past every <laughs> set of hunters out there and be like, oh, yeah. good eye shot, boys. <laughs> Might as well go home. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, I tried to share it the other day. I noticed your account. Has your account always been on private, or are you, are you uh, worried with all the attention you were going to get with the with your ghost bird? No, I just switched it over a couple weeks ago, and just kind of out of the blue just because i was getting so many bots following me oh yeah i know dude they 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 see uh you know your pilot dude they want to get they want some attention they were the real deal that's right uh, <laughs> hey well you have to send us a picture of that so we can put it on our on our page and talk about Absolutely. it on there because that's pretty pretty awesome uh yeah, how long do they say it'll take to get it back like a year i don't know he didn't really say but i think he was just really excited to work on it like he's he's already going to start working on it or he's already working on it now i think just because when they get a bird like that yeah they, it's like a staple piece for their business i guess you know yeah they'll do it as fast as they can and um you know I, that's this is just my thought i don't know if this is true or not but he might you know have it displayed in the shop for a little while just to yeah that'd be that'd be that'd be cool tell him to do it don't off. do it too fast yeah. <laughs> uh yeah I'm getting, I, yeah now that uh, wasn't your first bird to kill this year you've killed a couple other ones have you not yeah, I have. I, it's been a heck of a season. I actually got one this morning, too. Um, beautiful bird. How many states have you hunted slip, in this slip year? Slip that in there. Yeah, I got one this morning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one I got this morning was a hammer up in the mountains. Really? And, uh, was that back yeah, on y'all's swear, family land? Yeah, up on the family property, kind of near where we went that one time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I struck him up late. I, you know, it was 10 o'clock. That was the first gobble I heard all morning. But I walked four miles to finally hear one. Jeez. And, uh, and he did it He did it right. I mean, you know. Yeah. You, and him decoy out. And he, he, was, he came out in the road and saw it. And I probably watched him for 20 minutes in full strut before he, just, he finally came in. You know, just close. gave it up. Yeah, he gave it up. It was it was sweet, dude. That's awesome. Now you you hunted in um, Jacob's asked how many states you hunted in. You, didn't you hunt in Georgia too? Uh, Mississippi was the other state I hunted, and I was able to get. I, so I drew the non-resident hunt, hunting license out there that yeah. you can hunt on public land with, and so I uh, I hunted down in South Mississippi, and, and I was able to get a bird on a WMA. Um, I guess it was like the second or third day of the season, so it was pretty early. 
Um, killing everybody's then, turkeys. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. so we got one. Have you gotten a couple? You, you killed one. So how many have you killed in South Carolina so far this year? Uh, this is my second bird. I was so there, The season here opens up early, too, in, in March in the low country. So I went down there to a buddy of mine's place, and we had a really good weekend. We, yeah. each, we each got a bird down there, and uh, and that was, I guess, the, the first weekend of the season, so yeah that's uh, good so and you so you've got you've gone to mississippi you got them in your home state south carolina kentucky didn't you say you're planning on going somewhere else yeah yeah got a couple more in the books lined up i'm gonna go to uh i'm actually going to kentucky this weekend for their normal opener or opening day because the quota hunt was like an early hunt that they do i don't it was kind of confusing to me um that they had a that it started earlier but yeah, their normal opening day is Saturday, so I'm going up there again since I already have a license, and uh, I'm going to hunt on some forestry land um, in the in the eastern part of the state. So that'll be good. Hey, why? Why you know you you can run? Are you understand this because you big uh, public duck hunter too? How come yeah. it's okay for you to broadcast, you know, the WMA or the state park or whatever that you kill the turkey in? But we wouldn't do that, you know, if you were, you know, were showing me your, your rack of birds that you killed. You know, you wouldn't say, oh, yeah, I drove over to Arkansas, went to such and such WMA and, you know, hammered them. You know, like, what, so why is it okay for in turkey season? Like, is it just, what's the, what's the difference, do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I don't really tell people, like, where I'm going to be hunting, um, with this bird in particular, I was kind of, it's so publicly, it's, a, it's so much in the public eye that there, there's really no option, like, or otherwise I would have had to, like, lie about what state I shot it in, because, um, you know, if I say, oh, I shot it in Kentucky, and just, just give you a general uh, sense of that, they, people would be like, well, you know, Kentucky season doesn't open until... They, you know, the 18. Right. <laughs> like, right. How'd you shoot it there? You shoot it before season. <laughs> so people don't really know it. And uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of a weird thing, you know. Uh, otherwise, I would have never. Just, you know, just roughly generalized it like we did. Like well, I mentioned the state, but you wouldn't really even. Because, you know, like yeah, we do with Arkansas, we'll say, yeah, we were in Arkansas, but we're not going to tell yeah. you north, south, east, west. Like, that's, that's it. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly We right. may have been yeah. in another but, state, but been on the border of Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still yeah. may say that, you know, but. Uh, uh, that is funny. Except yeah. uh, other guys that we're talking to, they're kind of saying, you know, just they don't have a problem saying where they hunt. You know, I guess right. it's just totally different. Yeah, it is a little different, um, and I'm not too like secretive on like where which place I'm hunting, but I'm not going to give pins to anybody. You know? Oh um, sure. Well, it sounds like um, like your story. I mean, there was tons of there was a lot of people out there. I mean, multiple spots you wanted to go. There was already yes. somebody there, so. Yeah, it felt like, you know, they only give, issued 250 permits, and the, the acreage is like 170,000 acres of this area you can hunt, which is a ton of land, yeah. but it felt like everybody was going to the same spot on opening day. I feel like if they issue permits to a place, too, usually, like, if you draw a permit, you most, 90% of the people will show up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so like all people, 250 people showed up. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it was odd by when i checked my bird in only five birds have been checked by you know sunday morning which is pretty bad odds for a hunt you know yeah. five birds and the 250 permits you know yeah that and on the second after the first full day that's pretty crazy really yeah it is i was i was shocked 
Well, you've really had a past uh, heck of a year, really, with all the stuff that you've killed. Because I know we can't get into all of it now. What to have you on for a whole big game session? But you know, you've really just I been know. tearing up the country, just killing stuff everywhere <laughs> you when, land. When he said something about people seeing Bigfoot, I was like, if if Cliff hadn't seen Bigfoot, nobody's seen Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, you've been, uh, you, I mean, you what? You've probably hiked you know, 100, 200, 300, 500 miles this year, maybe, <laughs> just hunting? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I get after it. I'll put the miles on for sure. Yeah, that's that's awesome. We're jealous of it, really. The, we were t- talking with another guy who um, is kind of like the rest of us in America has to, like, work all the time. And I was like, we were like, man, some of the guys we're talking to, they're, they're just hunting, like, all the time. Like, I feel like they hunt more than they work. So, like, I, I don't know. What <laughs> yeah. like, That's what people say about us during duck season. Though. Yeah. I mean, they're like, those guys don't have right, jobs. Right. So, I can't, well, I can't justify doing it for other seasons other than duck hunting. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I can carve out 60 days, but <laughs> that's yeah. it. But I know you that's take right. off a ton of time to go. But you got the flexibility with your work and all that. That helps out yeah. a lot. Yeah. I'm definitely thankful to have that flexibility with being you know with the pilot schedule so yeah well we we still really want to get a go do a scout trip you know and take the rent a plane here in memphis or take your plane and just ride around and uh, uh, be awesome. look over the river look in the delta just start looking for the ducks dude dropping pins yeah we'll do it that'd, that'd be, be like fun. that'd be like a dream but well hey cliff we appreciate you coming on it was good catching up with you and chatting about it uh again congrats on the white bird that's just freaking awesome i know Tony, i appreciate you've it you've probably yeah, heard it a million times dude so but uh all right man we'll catch up with you hopefully we make it up there for a trip soon yeah come on up good talking to you guys all right man we'll see you all right see ya man cliff is a different breed of hunter yeah compared to the rest of us yeah he's he's killer he uh killed so much he killed like a moose with a bow like a elk or something like that with the bow all like on a public land adventure in alaska and took tons of pictures with this buddy's phone and uh then they dropped it in the water yep weren't able to recover it how disappointing is that but he did have <laughs> pictures of proof of the he yeah. brought the stuff back and he's getting mounted so we'll get a picture of his bird i think he said he um he wrote into meat eater about it about the albino turkey so maybe we'll see his art, an article of his stuff pop up here somewhere uh that'd be cool we'll definitely share it if we find it but uh, yeah, those are uh, real turkey killers right there, especially Cliff. He's crushing it. Cliff is, uh, I mean, he's just a different breed of hunter than all of us. I mean, like for sure. Yeah, I, I'm really, really envious of him because he'll just take off and just go for like. He literally takes off. He yeah, just flies just there. Flies there, takes <laughs> off for a couple weeks at a time, leave a truck halfway across the country or something like that. Like You know, that's something that I heard a lot this year. And of guys leaving uh, their trucks guys places. like leaving their trucks places. Yeah. And I was like, what do you, I would have such anxiety, which granted, we use our trucks for business. Well, what are you doing so, when like, you come back home and you don't have your vehicle? Because I, I, I don't know. I know who you're talking about, Trip. Because yeah. I was on the phone with him earlier, and he was talking about why well, I don't buy this truck over that, and told the story of his <laughs> truck. Like, and my truck off. was in Montana for like <laughs> two or three months or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, yo, like, like two or three months, like, yeah, what that's, the? That's ridiculous. You know, know, yeah, just like crazy stuff like that. If somebody else said that, and they said they had to fly home for like Christmas. And they left their truck there, and I was like, if I'm gone, okay, on Christmas, hunting somewhere that far away, I'm just not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, I'll FaceTime y'all for Christmas. Yeah. I mean, super crazy, though. Um, yeah, I guess Alden never called us back. So. Yeah, we'll get, we'll <laughs> yeah. get Alden next time. We'll get him. Yeah, but, we'll catch him on the uh, we got on a couple more round. people that um, I want to get Kevin Beaver on here. He's a turkey kill machine. He's going up to... Uh, like going up to Nebraska or something crazy like that to scout. 
Heck, Alden's probably out trying to kill him right now because he was he had a couple other places on his list that he was going. But um, no, I think that was I think that was good. We really can't top having Cliff on anyway, so he crushed it. But other than that, does it make you feel inadequate as a turkey hunter? Oh, uh, definitely. I mean, I definitely don't claim to be like a big turkey hunter at all. Like, really, can't even really claim to be a turkey hunter. But right you now. feel like you feel like you're not giving enough effort. Yes, I'm not giving enough effort to be to be <laughs> to, that good. To be that good. No, yeah. I feel like we put in a valiant effort during duck season, uh, more effort than most. Turkey season, obviously, because we haven't gone at all, so I would put that as I mean, the big goose. I did get to witness a turkey die last year because I was with Cliff. That's more. Yeah, <laughs> I went to South off. Carolina and hunted with him. Uh, I just walked around with the camera and followed him around and watched them you know, we went turkey thing. hunting last year we did go we called it another year. hunter for yep. an hour yep we had a good call and turned we it also, out there in the public woods uh just about went turkey hunting on a wma that was closed oh yeah <laughs> we did that we, we no, didn't know state, at the time that it was a uh, monday wednesdays and sundays yeah. or something like we that we got lost out there yeah it was when we huge. were out scouting yeah no uh we didn't have pre-download on x so it was <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you know you live and you learn that place is massive ravines yeah for, well, for it being where it is well, I feel like it's bigger than, uh, or it's just as big as the place you run around in Arkansas, but we're running around on a boat going 30 miles an hour. So, like, we're oh, yeah, trying to make so much difference. But when you're walking it on foot, so, but that was cool getting those guys on. I, I enjoyed that. So, we'll definitely have to do it again. Guys, if you got some good stories, um, just send us a message. We'd love to have you on and, you know, hear, hear yeah, what you got to obviously say. Obviously, everybody else is bigger turkey killers than us. Yeah, that's right. So so we, let's get some more we turkey killers. some more stories on here. <laughs> yeah, let's get some more killers on here, guys. But other than that, we appreciate it. And we'll see y'all next week. Yep. Catch y'all on the next one.